Because I'm seeing a lot of misinformation around what is and is not a twin flame since the recent documentary came out, I wanted to share a little sneak peek into my memoir, The Damage of Words. This is in a chapter called Monica, and Monica was responsible for opening my eyes to the spiritual realm. And I'm going to share with you some information about soul family. I'm also going to refer to Michelle, and Michelle was responsible for cracking my defenses and healing and my childhood trauma and my complex PTSD. So, soul family. Like Michelle, Monica is a member of my soul family. Members of your soul family can be easy to identify. They're the people you meet who you immediately love or possibly hate without having a this life reason to feel so strongly. They're the people your soul recognizes from past lives the people you sense you have known forever after a short conversation. Writer and intuit Erica Cassidy describes it well because she mentions the darker side. Our soul tribe is a group of souls who we have known for many, many lives and who help us navigate the lessons we face in life. Your soul consists of family members, friends, lovers, even antagonists, designed to affect change by challenging you to rise up and grow. Researching, I found that too many articles only mentioned the positive, and as several key players in my life lessons and more profound healing are antagonistic soul family, this description is far more accurate. Now, this concept may sound farcical, but I have witnessed a non-believer instantly hate someone new in my life. Indeed, three others also warned me to stay away from him. Without a this-life reason, they were all deeply concerned for my welfare. Later, in a past life regression with Lorraine Flaherty, I discovered that all four were previously my children and this person, my husband in that life, had killed us all. Believers or not, they sensed it. Types of soul family. In Twin Flame versus Soulmate, Alethea Luna says, Spiritually, soulmates usually play a major role in your development. It is possible for soulmates to be platonic, romantic or sexual in nature. Three she defines include soul friends. They share our deepest dreams, values, and drives. Not as deep as a soul companion, a soul friend's company creates little friction. Soul teachers. The people in your life that have come to teach you a lesson, often unintentionally by providing challenging situations to overcome and learn from. Soul companions. Share both attributes of soul friends and soul teachers, but without the friction of a soul teacher as soul companions lovingly share with us the journey. It is much more long-lived and stable. By her definition, and from my past life regressions with Lorraine, Monica was a frictionless soul teacher, and Michelle is a soul companion. Monica was with me for a time and taught me so much, whereas Michelle continues to teach me today. As for soul friends, it makes me think of my friend Bex. Of all the thousands of profile photos I regularly see across social media, hers always stood out. It would be easy to miss this attraction because she is beautiful, but it was this deep feeling of connection or knowing. When we first worked together, she confessed she felt the same when seeing my picture. Over the years of our friendship, we have realized that we were mermaid sisters in a past life. Alethea also explains that soulmates and twin flame relationships have different purposes. While soulmates are there to provide gentle and stable support, twin flames are there to ignite the fires of spiritual transformation. Soulmate relationships are designed to uplift us, while the twin flame relationship is designed to challenge us. Twin flames. 
being singed by my twin flames fire was definitely my experience. Twin flame relationships help us with our inner work and spiritual transformation so that we become the best version of ourselves. Though it can be romantic, it can also be platonic. Monica was a huge part of my recognizing and healing from my twin flame, so it's worth demystifying some misconceptions. Sometimes called a mirror soul, it is an intense soul connection and comes from the notion that at some point a soul split into two bodies. However, it is essential to understand that it doesn't mean that you are missing part of your soul or that they complete you. You are complete on your own. A twin flame mirrors back all you need to work on to heal. And it was a lot to be confronted with, especially by him. Before you get excited by the idea of meeting your ultimate soulmate, it's possible that you don't have one or that if you do come together, it will be to heal. So don't expect it to be easy. Mine was toxic and brutal. However, I'm very grateful for the lessons and gifts because I grew exponentially and nobody will ever treat me that way again. In Sarah Reagan's article, 11 Signs You Found Your Mirror Soul, she lists, when you met, there was instant recognition. It was surreal. You're very similar. We both suffered childhood trauma. You complement each other. His darkness matched my light and vice versa. Your insecurities and doubts are amplified. Yep, which increased his insecure behavior and my irrationality. They feel magnetic. Far too much so. My boundaries dropped. The relationship is tumultuous, but led to enormous growth. The relationship is very intense, even across the world. You keep coming back together. Thankfully, our lessons are complete, so this won't happen. Your connection feels divine. It was, and also karmic. You have an almost psychic connection, scarily so. They push you to be and do better. He did, often via unfair criticism. In this lifetime, my twin flame displays the traits of a covert narcissist, which amplified what would have been a tumultuous twin flame relationship. I met him six years into my healing journey when I felt full of self-worth, but over time he picked away at it. And if I'm honest, I allowed it. I placed the word relationship in speech marks because it was sexual, so it meant something to me initially, but it was so messed up. I was on an emotional roller coaster, trapped in a toxic web of lies and pain. Another six years on, I could almost laugh that I tolerated his outbursts, but I want to share a few of my mistakes. Projecting his shame wound, I was angrily belittled for joking with an Uber driver about heavily padded American footballers versus non-padded Aussie rules players because that somehow emasculated and embarrassed him. Projecting his insecurity, he told me I didn't belong on the stage hours before one of my most significant speaking engagements. Thankfully, that fueled one of my best keynotes to date. Projecting his infidelity, after a dinner where I had sat next to one of my closest married male friends, he scolded me for non-sexually hugging my friend. When he started sleeping with my soul sister, more on her later, he spent a three-hour car trip glorifying her without any empathy. He mocked my hurt. Then he cheated on this absolute wonder with me within 24 hours. Clearly, I had lost all self-respect and boundaries. Note, These are examples of narcissism and projection. So if you know someone behaving like this, it doesn't mean they are your twin flame. 
I accepted that he was my twin flame because even though he lives over four and a half thousand miles away, the energy between us is intense in a way I have not experienced with another human. For example, I was sleepily watching TV and suddenly felt like somebody had penetrated me. I messaged him, were you just thinking about me? And he replied, yes, I was just thinking about entering you. This level of connection was startling and amplified an already toxic relationship. I can feel him even today unless I employ solid energetic barriers and we've not communicated in years. So though it may seem enticing to meet yours, remember the difference. A twin flame is one soul split into two bodies and the relationship can become toxic. Soulmates are two separate souls that are extraordinarily linked and the relationship tends to be more stable. Karmic relationships. I also want to mention karmic relationships just briefly because this was the nature of my last romantic liaison and I will talk more about that in Lorraine. From a spiritual view, karmic relationships are usually short where two souls agree to help each other's paths before entering their current lifetime. This is usually by healing unresolved issues from past life, which it definitely was in our case. So I hope that little insight and that little snippet into the damage of words just demystifies some of the information that you may be seeing at the moment around twin flames.